Welcome to Crime in the Coconut. Welcome back. We really didn't give much of an intro last last time, last no, week. We just Sorry. started talking. Welcome to Scary Sundays. Wow. We're really, we're really vibing today, guys, on the spooky. Cue scary music. So here's your car decal. <sighs> oh my god, it's so cute. Um, if you could see it on my car, it this all this plastic comes off oh, with I see. it. Okay. I thought it was gonna be the individual letters, but it's not. That's kind of better though. Um, so I cut off. Okay. So mine, so it's not just this big fucking square. Okay. Mine's more of a rectangle now because I cut it off. Yeah, I was gonna say I couldn't even see the seam on yours. Really? Yeah, I couldn't see it at all. So cool. I feel like I didn't do it as well as I could have. I love how the coconuts turned Dude, out. Dude, it's perfect. I copied the ones you did out for the shirt. Really? Yeah. That sounds a little bit bad. Aww. <laughs> I'm so excited. It looks so good. It does. I love it. Okay, are you ready for your other surprise? I have other gifts. Happy I day felt, to me. I felt bad that the basket. Oh my god, the I fucking gave, basket. <laughs> the basket I gave you was stupid. No, the basket you gave me was great, and I actually like. I was I was mad. I was gonna take the tequila to my friend's bonfire last night because it was so fucking good. It's and very I told tasty. everyone about it, and they were like, "There was a girl there that loves tequila." And she's like, "That's the best tequila I've ever had." Yeah, so it's really good. Okay, close your eyes. I'm excited. I hope I don't cry again. I'm so depleted. I need like a Gatorade or something. <laughs> <laughs> Electrolytes. You want some pickle juice? I don't think we have any pickles. Oh, I f don't tease me like that. I fucking love pickle juice. Sorry. And I love pickles. <gasps> I'm losing my mind. Where did you find this? Oh, I love it. You never see Halloween snow globes. Oh my god. And it's so cute. It's adorable. So for those of you who can't see, it's a snow globe. I collect snow globes. If you watched the vlog, you'll know that. And it says, it's on like a brown stand. And it says, Happy Halloween. And then you go up and it's got three pumpkins and these haystacks that surround the little snow globe in the middle. But on, but it's like the belly of a scarecrow, and the top of the scarecrow is on top of the bulb, and inside the snow globe is a, a pumpkin with an angry face. Shake it! Look at the little things. Oh my God! They're bats! <laughs> my hat, my hat, my <laughs> pumpkin, and my bat screeching in my mic. I'm sorry. It's it's so loud. <laughs> yes, I thought it was very cute. It's not heavy either. No, it's not. It's really light, which means Haley probably won't break it. She's never broken any of my snow globes. When she was little, she used to call them my shakies, and she would ask if she could play with Aww. my shakies. You can never go wrong with a snow globe. We should name him. My my go-to name is, uh, nope, Clandon. Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. I'm a fan of Clancy, but I want to go a little, a good one. Uh, I love it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love it so much. It was so cute. Snow globe. Sorry, I scream in your guys' ear. <laughs> My bad. Screeching. I need to learn to like lean back when I have to scream. Uh, uh, all right. Thank you. I love it so much. I'm glad you enjoy it. My episode. Yes, it is. This week. And it's gonna be scary. I already know. I changed topics. Like seven many, times. <laughs> many times. My I was gonna do cryptids. And you were gonna do aliens. I did one cryptid. And I couldn't find anything better to mm -hmm. do it on. Because I want to do, like, cryptids no one's heard of. And then I stumbled upon Camp Hero. 
Yeah. And I and then I stumbled upon the Philadelphia experiment and mm-hmm. then I stumbled upon time travel and then I stumbled <laughs> That would have been great. <laughs> if I'm going to do one cryptid, one conspiracy theory, maybe I'll just do one exorcism and just make it like a little There you go. Cuz they're just little blurbs. But then I started getting into this exorcism, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do The whole thing's about the exorcism. I'm just going to do the exorcism. So bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm covering uh, Annalise McKell. The movie The Exorcism of Emily Rosemary in 2005 is loosely based on her story. And that movie is very scary. But there's also an Annalise McKell movie. movie, and there's also a book. Okay. The book is actually, I just told Ashley this a little earlier... There was a book in 1988 by Goodman that's titled How About Demons, Possession and Exorcism in the Modern World, Indianapolis, uh, Indiana University. 2005, there was the movie. And then uh, Gettler made Cries of a Woman Possessed. It's the German... Oh, no, that that was her trial. And it was an article by the Washington Post. In 1978. One of my sources is actually from the original uh, New York Times. That's really cool. Like, transcript, so... This was, like, a thing. Like, people real knew deal. about this. Yeah. Like, it was, a, it was a big deal. Being born in West Germany, 1952, Anna Elizabeth McKell had a short, traumatizing life, dying at the young age of 23 years old. Anna suffered through multiple exorcisms the year following before her death. Wow. So she, like, hit the ground running and didn't stop. You yeah. Know? Like, all this kind she of... She just had a rough, rocky, like, short life. Mm-hmm. Anna belonged to a Roman Catholic family. Well, she didn't start really experiencing these things until she was, she was 16. She an adult. Okay. Oh, 16. That's yeah. still really, that sucks. So from 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, seven years seven of her years life. Seven years of shit. was awful. Yeah. And her childhood before that was totally normal. Nothing ever happened to her, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, so she belonged to a Roman Catholic family and lived with her parents and three sisters. Anna attended Mass twice a week. In 1973, she would have been like 21-ish around here, mm-hmm. enrolled into the University of Wartsburg. Very good use of the V instead of the W. I took German for two years. Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> it's probably Wartsburg. And her classmates described her as withdrawn and very religious. So when she was 16, she had a seizure. Oh, I was going to cover these. Uh, medication she was on, but I forgot to. When she was 16, she had a seizure and was diagnosed with psychosis caused by a... It was caused by temporal lobe epilepsy. That's shitty. So she had this seizure and it fucked everything up. Yeah. That makes me wonder, like, what what happened to her? Like, if if that had anything to do with it. If something happened before she had the seizure. Yeah. If, you know. Because, like, that's where I just told you the Dybbuk box made his mom have a stroke. Yeah. That's interesting. She was also diagnosed with depression and was being treated by a psychiatric hospital. She was prescribed anti-convulsion medications, but they did not seem to ease any of her symptoms. She was on a slew of medications this whole time. That's probably it. She would have died regardless, I think. Some that I listed were Dilantin, Alept, and Tegridol, which are still used today, so they... We're supposed to work. Like, I'm sure it was a little experimental back in the day, but, like... It still should have done something for her and yeah. proved something. I actually think Tegridol is still used. It sounds very familiar. They um, may not be called those things anymore, but they're, like, the same medications. Yeah. Around the time... I keep saying um. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm a very um person. It's okay. I think I've made a couple compilations of the ums. It <laughs> sounds really funny when you listen to it <laughs> really? like that. Yeah. <laughs> 
Around the time she enrolled into the university, Anna claimed to to be hallucinating devil faces and voices telling her that she was damned and would rot in hell, etc. She would experience this while praying specifically as well. No, thank you. As time went on, her conditions became worse. She became increasingly intolerant of Christian relics, places, and objects. Me too. For instance, Anna traveled to San Domino, Damiano, San Damiano, Dim- I don't know. <laughs> you help me. San, San Damiano? Okay. All Maybe. right. We'll go with it. With a family friend to go sightseeing, or they also called it a Christian pr- pilgrimage. They were just going to see these, like... Christian things. Yeah. Which confirmed her escort of the belief that Anna was being possessed by a demon. Or she was suffering from demonic possession. So this was her... They named her Frau Hein, because this is from a book. Mm-hmm. Frau is like Miss. So I yeah. don't know if it was her teacher, her family friend. It says family friend, but I don't know. Could have been anybody. Frau Hein came to this conclusion when Anna was unable to walk past crucifixes and refused to drink water from the Christian Holy Spring. She also claimed that Anna was unable to enter the shrine and attempted to walk around it in a large arc, but could not because the soil burned like fire. So she wanted to be there, and she wanted to go see this temple, but anytime, but she couldn't. And she even tried, like, doing this big arc around it to see if she could go in a different way. And it just was too painful. And she couldn't. Yeah. That's scary. No thanks. This is a quote from the book. Copied and pasted it. So Good. do not. Direct quote. Yeah. She looked at the people who were kneeling in the area around the little garden, and it seemed to her that while praying, they were gnashing their teeth. As she got far as the edge of the little garden, she said she had to turn back. Coming from the front again, she had to avert her gaze from the picture of Christ in the chapel of the house. She made it several times to the garden, but could not get past it. She also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of saints. They sparkled so immensely that she could not stand it. So it was almost as if, like, they were so incredibly radiant to her now that, like, she couldn't even look at them as, like, looking at the sun. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. Like, they're, because they're so perfect and whatever was within her is the exact opposite. Yeah. Oh, no. Anna's family, as well as Anna herself, and others belonging to her community, became convinced that Anna required an exorcism and consulted many priests about it. When I watched The Conjuring, I Mm -hmm. made a joke because they went and asked, the Warrens went and asked this priest to give that woman an exorcism, Mm -hmm. and he was like, it's going to have to come from the High Vatican. Yeah. And I laughed out loud. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, you have to, like, the Pope has to say yes. Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. But it's a real thing. It is, yeah. Exorcisms, like, they do aren't not done very often. No. No, and that's why, like, I think there's a little bit of credibility to that. Like, yeah. they're not just doing it willy-nilly. Like, they have to be 100% convinced that it's there. And, yeah, there has to be proof. Yeah. And then they'll do it. And, and actually, like, not everyone can perform an exorcism. Like, you have to... Not every priest can do yeah. an exorcism. You have to go through, like, coursework mm-hmm. and be verified by the Vatican, and they, I believe they have, like, I mean, the Vatican's Loctite for the most part anyway, but they have, like, secret books that no mm-hmm. one's ever read about exorcisms that have been done and how to do them, and yes. it's pretty creepy. They had been turned away by two priests before, but I think the two after that did, and she was approved by mm-hmm. the bishop to mm-hmm. have an exorcism done. Yeah. This actually comes back to bite him, and he's charged with... Abuse manslaughter 
because he's like, you know, as any thoughtful thinking human, you would have seen that she was dying and she needed to be receiving medical help, but instead yeah. you gave her an exorcism. Yeah. But he claims that he didn't know of her condition when he approved it. So this also ended up being a little true crime, too. Oh, we love when it just mixes. Anna's condition had become so severe, she displayed severe aggression, self-injury, and ate things like insects and consumed her own urine. We do not like that. <laughs> Within the Catholic community, exorcisms required the bishop say so to be performed. During this entire duration of Anna's demise, she was on a mul multiple anti-seizure medications and mood stabilizers. I had a lot of friends in grade school that were on seizure medication because they had seizures like like two or three of them in a month and that really ruined their bodies mm -hmm. they were like kids and it ruined their bodies i can't imagine like that's bad right i put a little blurb in here for the source uh nytimes.com okay. this is from an original article published in the new york times from 1977 they had like a little scan print that's of cool. it on that's there that's what my mom was born it was really cool Priest Ernst All and Wilhelm Renz were charged with Anna Mikkel's death and were found guilty of manslaughter. Mm. As were her parents, because during the time of the of these exorcisms, Anna denied medical treatment and refused nutrition and dropped to sixty eight pounds as, as a time twenty three year old woman. Yeah, Haley weighs sixty pounds. So many say that she could have been treated for malnutrition and many other ailments long before her death. They say even if she would have received treatments a week before, she could have been saved. According to John M. Duffy, who could be a doctor or the chief financial officer of Six Flags, says this was a case of misidentified mental illness. What? <laughs> it's from the Wikipedia. This guy named John M. Duffy said that it could have been prevented. And I was like, well, who's that? And I looked it up and it's the fucking chief financial officer of Six Flags. There's also a doctor <laughs> with that name. It could be both of it those things. It could be things. both. Who knows? <laughs> I hope it's the chief financial officer of Six Flags. After the trial, the parents asked the authorities for permission to exhume Anna's remains mm -hmm. because she was buried in such a rush, in such a hurry, in a cheap coffin. And so they wanted to redo it. So they wanted to redo it. So almost two years after, uh, her remains were placed in a new oak coffin lined with tin. And the official reports state that the body bore the signs of consistent de deterioration. The accused exorcists were discouraged from seeing the remains of Mikkel. Arnold Renz later said that he had been prevented from entering the mortuary. Her grave became and remains a pilgrimage site. That's me reading directly from the Wikipedia, by the way. A number, the number of officially sanctioned exorcisms decreased in Germany due to this case. Because it was probably deemed like not, like it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And then in 2013, a fire broke out in the house where Annalise McKell lived. And although the local police says it was a case of arson, some locals attributed it to the exorcism case. So, whatever you want to think, if it was a case of severe hysteria and psychosis because there are people well, who and believe the they can see bugs crawling under and their the skin. And the brain, you know, with her, she had that seizure and those are really traumatic. And she grew up very religious. And, yeah, so it could have just been like it all, it started to contort and then she was put on all this medication and it just kind of made it worse. So mm -hmm. I could see a skeptic completely saying that this truly was mental illness brought on by physical illness and it all just got really, really bad and out of hand. But now I... There's audio I know of her exorcism. Yeah. So Ashley will put in a couple clips. Oh, 
I'm 23. Mm-hmm. If I were 68 pounds and had been screaming and crying all the time, my voice... And hurting myself. My and... voice would sound like this, too. Yeah. But it's all in German. Yeah. But the subtitles... We'll post a link or something. The subtitles are very much... She... Anna refers to herself as uh, we. We. And us. The legions. Yeah. And, and the Pope will go, you're afraid of the rosary. And, and she'll just say, we are. Yeah. And he goes, you are? And she says, we are. And she keeps saying things like that and mm-hmm. is very aggressive, but is communicating. Yes. And I'm, when he asks her to say words like rosary, she won't. She can't. Yeah. No. But she can say things like bitch. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cussing. A lot of cussing. A lot of um, degrading women. Yeah. And it was interesting, like, it was almost like it was saying, like, women do this to themselves. They allow themselves to have this enter them, and it's because they say the rosary. It's because they're so weak they have to say the rosary. Like, that was the kind of conversation that Anna was having with this priest. Mm -hmm. And that's not something I think, based on who Anna was as a person, I don't think that's something she would have ever really thought herself. Yeah. But, again... If it was mental illness, people are capable of very crazy things. I've heard a couple, like, quote-unquote possession stories where it turned out to just be a little teenage girl who was really bored and was able to throw her voice during a seance or whatever. But I don't think this is one of those cases. I don't think, like... Especially because she she clearly liked being Christian. Yes. She went to a religious school. Yeah. She wanted to go on these pilgrimages. And she tried to find ways to get in these places, and she was like, I just can't. I right, just can't. right. And I like when people say, like, oh, it clearly could just be mental illness. I guess that's where it comes in. You have to believe in in spiritual things because yeah. I believe that some mental illness can be caused by things like this. You know, is every bout of depression because I have a demon on my back? Of course not. But something like this... How do we know it wasn't a demon that made her have the seizure? She had no problems beforehand. Mm-hmm. You Have you heard things where, like, people are experiencing things and they go and see, like, a fucking uh, psychic and they're like, you've got something on your back? Yeah, yeah. I'm always, I, that's why I've never actually been to a psychic. I want to go. I want to go. I, but like, I'm just, like, so afraid they're going to see everything. I've been noticing psychic signs in buildings that I've drove past, like, almost every day. Yeah. I never knew they were there. They, I think there's one in Highland Square that I pass every day when there's I There's one on State work. Road. Yeah. And there's one on Talmadge Road. Yeah. I did have my tarot pulled once by a professional. This was right after my grandma died. And she said that she saw, like, a man in my future and a house and a car. And I met Tim a couple weeks later and moved in. And he let me use his car. And so at the time I was like, that's just silly. I'm 19. But she was right in the end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My friend I went to college with, she told me about She called me freaking Mm -hmm. out. And she was like, I have to tell you about this woman that came into the gas station. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to. And she was working. I forgot Aggie was in here and I was like, shit, Amanda, we gotta go. (laughs) And she was working and her, she said this cat named Simba or Nala is Nala. And she was this pretty cream colored fluffy cat. And her and her, the guy she was with at the time brought home this pit bull that was seemingly okay, and, like, a week after they got it, it randomly grabbed the cat and violently killed it in front of her. That's terrible. Violently. Like, she was covered in blood, screaming, trying to pry her cat Mm -hmm. out of this dog's mouth. That's the thing with animals. You just can't. And it fucked her up, and she really loved loved that cat. And when she was at the gas station, she said this woman came in, and then she left, and then she came in again, and she just 
kept looking at me, and, and then she came up to me, and she was like, hey, I don't want to scare you. Oh, no. That's immediately a red flag. I'm already scared. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, too fucking late. And she goes, I am a medium, and I see things sometimes, and sometimes I don't tell people, but I feel like I just kind of want to tell you. And she's like, I see a little cat with you. She described her and Michaela started crying. She was like, that's, that was Nava. And she said she had a little bell on her collar. And, um, and she was like, I want to give you my address Mm -hmm. and I, I want you to come to my house and I'll do a reading for you. Mm -hmm. And she did. And she told at the time she was in radiology school, she told her, she's like, you're not going to do what you think you're going to be doing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get into school. And she's like, you're going to go somewhere totally different, but you're going to be okay. And, like, was telling her all this stuff and told her stuff that, like, I, it was ridiculous. It was a couple of years ago, so I don't remember everything. Yeah. But I can I can text her and have her relay the account so I can And how up. much was true. Yeah. 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 I, I, I know people don't believe in mediums, but I do think people can read energy. And people are shown things mm-hmm. because they're so attuned to reading that energy. I once had someone tell me. Um, it was during an aura class, and I can't see auras. I am trying to train myself to see them. Some people just can't. But I was at an aura workshop trying to like learn to read other people's auras, even just being able to feel it radiating off of them. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's like the blockage within my third eye as to why I can't do it. But I was in. I remember I was in that workshop, and the teacher was like, "Okay, well now we're gonna do. You know, I'm gonna try to read everybody's because it's a small group." And she came to me. And she, she would do the same thing with everybody. She would tell them to step back until she could no longer feel their aura. And I remember she said, distinctly, mine was red. Now, auras can change color. Mm-hmm. But she said, at the time, distinctly, mine was red. And she kept telling me to go back and back and back. And I ended up out of the room before she told me that she could no longer you feel it. You said a strong one. Yes. And this was the day of my grandmother's funeral that I went to this class. So I had a feeling that maybe that was why. Yeah. And it was also the first time that I was introduced to, like the witchy side of things and spiritual side of things that I do practice now. So I was like very into it and I had just had a Reiki session done. So like my chakras, my chakras were all like pretty tight with one another at that point. But I really like that kind of stuff. And I wish mediums scare me because I believe in y'all. So you can tell me if you see something on me, because I obviously would want to know if it's bad. Yeah. I'd like to fix For that sure. really quickly. Um, remember on your episode when I looked at you really hauntingly, and yes. I was like, I have to tell you something? <gasps> yes, 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 yes. And yes. then I forgot. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk to my coworker about it mm-hmm. um, and see if she'll relay the story to me, because when she told me, I was, like, dumbfounded. But she, she's very religious, and she's like, now I do not believe in ghosts. Yeah. I don't believe in that, but I believe there's things. And that's like me. Agatha, what the hell? You are don't you shut doing? the door all the way, <laughs> so she keeps coming in. Get out of here. Sorry about that. That's my favorite part of the episode is when you kick Aggie out. <laughs> <laughs> and she said um, her husband's brother bought something from an antique store. Oh, bitch, no. We. <laughs> and he doesn't believe in that shit either. Like none mm-hmm. of them believe in that shit. And. He was like, he started seeing things, and he would have these vivid dreams of a long, dark-haired girl wearing, like, a white t-shirt, jeans, and combat boots. And she would try to, like, get on him while he was sleeping, and she was very sexual. and Like, trying to rape him. And things like that. His friends would make fun of him for it, mm-hmm. and they were like, you see your girlfriend in your dreams again or whatever? And Because oh, they're just dudes, and but he, it, he's like, this it was is, really messing it keeps him getting up. worse. Yeah. And then... His co-workers dreamt about her. 
She was like, fuck with me one more time. Fuck with my man one more time. Yeah. So I'm going to have to ask her to, like, recount it and, like, really go into detail. Because I really want to get that story right. Cause yeah. That's scary. Yeah. I think it's fine now. They ended up, like... Getting rid of I that, I think they I got hope. a cleanse, too. Oh, God. But I'll, I'll have... Maybe I'll that's have one of the recover. missing Dybbuk boxes. It was, like, a necklace or something. Well, we don't necessarily know that the Dybbuk boxes have to be dip boxes. Maybe it's a locket. Yeah. Because it's just something, it just gets attached to something. It doesn't have to be a box. Oh, I thought it had to be a container. Mm-mm. It just gets it. It can attach to you. It just has to be attached to something. Well, let me ask her. I'll, we I'll... might have found one of the missing typical boxes. Don't say that. Stay tuned. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Ghost hunting, I think most people think they're going to find, like, you hear the story of somebody that died in the house, and you hear these scary, spooky ghost stories that people are experiencing there, and so you go there and you try to hunt it down, and I think you think you're going to find that long-lost person that died there. But I don't like to go into places knowing about specific ghosts because, I don't, one, I don't believe that there are people left behind. I don't want to be susceptible to it before and I go in. Because I do believe that energy and things like quote-unquote demonic presences and entities are a real thing and they're there. And they are very intelligent. And they know how to read what you're already primed for mm-hmm. and give you what you're which looking I think for. It, which I think is what happened with the... Uh, Amityville. Yeah, family. that's exactly what I think happened. Yeah. They knew that, that that murder happened in that house, and they came with because the family knew, the Lutzes knew, that that murder happened in that yeah. house, and so they just... And it just fed on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I think that Annalise did go through it, because I do believe that those things exist in the world. I think angels, angels and demons are a real thing. I think that because I like to study religions, and I have since I learned about, like, Islam in, like, fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I had I had learned about a religion other than Christianity. And I actually didn't know much about Christianity at that point either. I only knew, like, the basic story of God and Jesus and Christmas, whatever. But then I realized that other religions, not the exact same story every time, but you can find the same story in almost every religion or similar characters or they play different roles. Like, mm-hmm. you hear about the angels in Christianity and God says in the Bible, you shall have no other gods before me. And people translate that as there are no other gods but he never said that. He said, you shall have no other gods before me. Yeah. Saying that there are others. And so that you look at things be. like the yeah. Egyptians and the Greeks and the Romans and they had other gods. So what about these angels that you hear all about? That they, they have these fantastical abilities. They can do things that God can do for you. What if the angels, if that's what they are, I don't have another name for them. These entities that are called angels were those gods that the Egyptians were close to, that the Egyptians worshipped, that, that mm-hmm. they got their favors from them because they were closer related to them. Mm-hmm. They were able to interact with them. Or what if they were demons? The bad ones that they were related aliens. with them. Or aliens. Like, you don't have to follow a religion mm. to believe that there are powerful energy things in the world. I listened to a woman who does hypno-ASMR YouTube videos. And it's a little bit scary because I do it at night and her, her voice, she's like an actual psychiatrist and she does, she has, she wears a lapel and she whispers the whole video to you. Did I ever tell you about when I tried hypnotherapy one time? Does it work? For those of you who don't know, I had a very traumatic childhood and I was in therapy for a long time. And uh, my mom took me to this one lady mm-hmm. and she was French and she had Ooh. red hair and she was just really cool. I, it was, but it was a private practice mm-hmm. in the house. We were talking about some things, and I didn't see her very long, but she was like, we're going to try hypnotherapy. And she goes, I want to ask you if you're ready for this, because 
people do it and then they don't come back. Because it because it works, and, I'm assuming. And she told me, she's like, you know, in, in your mind, your brain is like a field of wheat or hay or tall grass. And the pathways are your memories. So when you remember something, it's like walking through the grass. You can see where the grass has been squashed down so mm-hmm. you know which way to go. And there are pathways we don't like to walk down. So the grass grows tall and we forget where those memories are. That's such a great way to understand that. And she was like, I'm going to do this thing. And she would, she moved her hand like in a certain way and had me follow it. Yeah. And she would ask me questions. And... She's like, we're just going to try to uncover some of these pathways. And that was when I started having sleep paralysis. <gasps> I'm terrified. <laughs> I thought about doing hypnotherapy because one of my favorite YouTubers just recently did it. for. She was having horrible pregnancy nausea and she knew it was mental. And so she wanted to fix it. So she went to hypnotherapy mm-hmm. and it did work for her. I'm not saying hypnotherapy is bad. I just don't think I was ready for it. I feel you like had now, a lot to unpack. Now I'm, I would be ready for it. Yeah. Then I was not. That's I was like a good hypnotherapist. 16. <laughs> yeah. No. You couldn't tell me shit at 16. I was terrified of everything. Well, and I can't imagine Annalise. At 16, you have a seizure. You're already going through a bunch of bullshit just because you're 16, and that's what happens when you turn 16. Mm -hmm. You're in a religious family, which is a lot of pressure in and of itself. Even if you enjoy it, it's a lot of pressure, especially as a teenager, because you're you're getting conflicting stories and conflicting Mm -hmm. experiences with what you believe. You you rely so heavily on religion. You have these priests coming and saying, you're possessed. You're like, well, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. Yeah. Way to bring it back full circle. Trying for you. you. And Karen was like, I love when you guys just talk about yourselves. It's like, yeah, great, thanks. (laughs) My mom hates it. Yeah, yeah, it's just, my mom doesn't even listen, so. (laughs) Oh, God. Sorry if you guys um, don't like us talking about things like this, but at the same time, like, why are you listening? This is October, too, so. Yeah. We have an excuse. Yeah, like, if you... We told you this was coming. And you guys keep listening. We're still getting the plays and downloads, so... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do uh, one more scary mm-hmm. thing each. Yep. As a finale, and then we'll go back to true crime stuff. So yes. you can just hang out. We'll be back to normal. Just hang on. Thank you for that story. Shush. <laughs> shut your mouth. Okay. I try really hard. <laughs> our plugs are Crime in the Coconut on Coconut. Instagram. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I said it. I had to make fun of you for it. Coconut. Uh, yes, coconut. Like a nutty. The Twitter is, the Twitter is podcasts plural. Uh, our Gmail is crimeinthecoconut at gmail.com. Our Patreon is www.patreon.com slash crimeinthecoconut. Do we have any other ones? Um, no, but if you want to buy merch, DM us. Oh, we have a Facebook page. Yeah, DM us on Facebook. Instagram's probably the best one, I think. Yes. Yeah, Instagram. Or, or email us, too. Or you can just email us, yeah. Uh, Patreons, I said in the last episode. You may actually already have them by the time this episode comes out, but we will be mailing your stuff to you soon, so keep an eye out for that. Try to friend. spell Patreon. <laughs> oh, P-A-T. I got it now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, love okay, you. Bye. Such are the autumn people. Beware of them.